everybody. You've got opposing the matrix here. Uh, Dave here and Brian's over there. Hi, folks. Brian can say he's here and I'm over here, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's fun doing in video. (laughs) Uh, Fun videos. Yeah, me too. Um, Folks tonight, you know, we don't want to beat a dead horse, but this story about this COVID-19 is, is just, it grows every day. It, it, it just grows and grows and grows. And it's, uh, it's like a weed that you don't quite get the, you don't quite pull up all the roots and you think you got it all. And then all of a sudden you go out a week later and it's back again. So, um, you know, we hope you don't mind us bringing up this subject again, but I, we think it's necessary because there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, my goodness, I don't even know where to start. There's, uh, we, we, um, a lot of times go to a website called naturalnews.com. I have a lot of good articles there, and um, if you're going to get the truth anywhere, you're going to get it there. And uh, man, I'm telling you, it's just if you don't think we're in the last days, then you don't know what's going on. <laughs> but let's uh, let me start on my home front here, okay, and then we'll go from there. Um, our beloved go- Governor the Brown Stain, we call her. Um, she is, um, and, and other, um, leftist individuals are planning on, uh, it says Oregon lifts, leftists want ban on raising all, uh, raising of livestock. Um, that means cattle. And it also mentioned people that, that uh, have chickens in their backyards, huh. um, that you're going to have to wait till they're almost dead or dead to eat them. And, man, that's going to cause a whole bunch of problems. But anyway, um, I think there's some people coming against this. Uh, it says, uh, IP13 will reclassify all animal husbandry practices as sexual assault, specifying that animals can only be eaten in Oregon if they died of natural causes. Well, you know, they did this last year or a year before. Uh, if you hit a deer, now you can pick it up and put it in your car and take it home. But, uh, you know, it's you're not supposed to really eat anything that's been bruised or or uh, that some of that meat, if it's been damaged in a car accident or something, my goodness, you know, it's it's tainted. It's not good because it gets filled with uh, with blood that dies. So it's got dead blood and that's what a bruise is um, and, and all that stuff. So it's. Uh, uh, I don't know who's running Oregon, but, um, well, I do know who's running Oregon, uh, but, uh, she's got to be stopped somehow. I don't know. We just need to pray that the Lord provides an answer for that. But, um, and if you didn't know, our governor is the, the sister of Jerry Brown, who ru- ruined your state, uh, Brian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know what? That son of a gun, he was, um, he was real clever. Because what he did was he got kicked out before the two-year limit thing went into effect in California. Yeah. So that was back in the 80s, I think. Uh, He got kicked out. And he waited for about a generation, you know, 20 years. And then he ran again. So, in essence, he got three terms, from my my reckoning. Yeah. um, So he got three terms. And, 
Man, he put he, he paved the way for Gavin Newsom, which hopefully you guys will get rid of pretty soon. I'm not too thrilled about the choice of running for a Republican, but well, there's a there's one guy. Uh, he's a young guy. Um, keep going. I'll look him up. I forgot his name. Okay. Well, I was referring to Bruce Jenner or uh, oh, and Jenner. Yeah. You know, yeah. putting in a bin to run for governor. And somebody told me the other day, well, she's a conservative or he's a conservative or whatever. And uh, and I said, well, if they were, they probably wouldn't have done the sex change. Uh, you know, so anyway, uh, so things are getting kind of dicey. They're putting us back on um, extreme here. Um, she added, I think I think there's 25 counties that are in ex- extreme um, status right now. And so tomorrow uh, we all go back into extreme, which means no more dining out um, and all that stuff. So um, this, I don't know. Right now, California looks better than Oregon does. Um, so yep. does Washington, actually. <laughs> we're, we're eating inside our restaurants here, and um, churches are almost full capacity. And there's 10 million people in the valley here, the size of Willamette Valley. There's 10 million. Right. Here. But our Ours rates are going way, way down. It's weird. You guys have three million in the whole state, or four million, and you're shutting down. This. Yeah. Well. Weird. Uh, it just it just so happens that uh, Biden is considering giving more money to the states, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a crisis. You know. Yeah. Just, you know. Well, we give the states more money for COVID nineteen, and all of a sudden, Oregon shoots up. Yeah. You know? And. Um, the chief medical officer for this state is, uh, well, I won't go into that, but he's somebody that shouldn't be the medical officer as far as I'm concerned. But um, I won't express why. And if you, you want to know, look him up and you'll see why, what I mean. But um, anyway, um, so, Brian, what, what have you found? I mean, we've both between both of us, we found quite a few things. I have found that the world is crazy and nuts right now. Yeah. It, is Vida Loca. It is insane. Uh, every day on the news, I go to work. I'm just shaking my head of the things that I've been hearing and seeing and reading that I never thought in my lifetime I would ever see, read, or hear about. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just the vaccines, but politics with John Kerry. Um, basically, he's, he's, he should be tried for treason. Uh, while Trump was president, he was talking to the head of Iran and telling him all of Israeli secrets and what their missions were, uh, you know, because Israel was constantly bombing Iran's uh, sites in Syria. And John Kerry, it's on the news. You guys probably know that. So, but far as, uh, gosh, there's so much to talk about, Dave. I don't know where to start. <laughs> it's like, I guess we'll start with the virus, right? So, yeah, okay, sure. Is that okay, or you want to? Yeah, no, no, that's what no, that's what we're doing okay. anyway. So okay, where do I start? Because everybody's heard a lot of this already. So at the end of this part, I want to give my little synopsis what I think is going on. But there's a big, huge push right now to get people vaccinated. People uh, under the age of 35, I can't remember. I think it's one of these. I have to look it up, but I have it down here are getting paid $100 if they take the vaccine. Um, vaccine shaming has already started. Even though 70% of the population has not had a vaccine, 
they're being shamed by the media. We're being shamed, you know, to stop the spread, get the vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they're saying you can do your part. Get the remember we were told get the vaccine and you won't have to wear a mask anymore. Right now it's if you get the vaccine you still have to wear a mask if you're in a room with crowded people of people in a crowded room. Right. But Biden said yesterday it was yesterday that he came after he came out to make his speech outside with a mask on saying that you don't have to have a mask on if you're outside. Mm-hmm. But he came outside with his mask on to say that. <laughs> so there's just that's what I mean by crazy. You know, you, you can walk on the dry sand but you, or you can't walk on the wet sand. I mean, that's what they started in the beginning here in SoCal. You couldn't go to the beach and you couldn't walk on the dry sand, but you could walk on the wet sand. I, I'm just <laughs> I, I just feel like, man, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, man. I feel like these people, they're crazy. The, these uh, politicians, these these so-called medical doctors, Fauci and these ones and. What's scary to me, Dave, and I'll get into some of these articles, is people are believing it. Mm-hmm. And I hope the people that watch our show and other shows like us will, will hopefully get accurate information and realize you guys, we're being duped. Right. This is not about a vaccine. This is not about um, the virus. This is not about our safety. They don't give a rip about us at all. Don't ever depend on the government to take care of your family. Let you take care of your family with God's help and provision. That's it. And never count on a government because what's coming down the pike here is communism, dictatorship. And I never thought I'd say that, but it's coming like a freight train. And and it's going to be here, I don't know, but it's quick. In the next year or two or less, it's coming. It's fast. And maybe some of you listening and watching aren't believing me that I'm kind of like, this guy's way out there. I'm not. Do your own research. Look up this stuff that we're going to talk about. So let me get right to it, Dave. Um, Go ahead. Uh, yeah, this is a good one. Inside the, um, the 5G cell towers that came out last year, we t- I think on our shows you talked about 5G and the effects of 5G. Yeah, as a matter of fact, YouTube removed the video because <laughs> – Right. It's interesting that these cell towers, the, the technicians that work on them, are finding parts inside the cell towers, the 5G cell towers, that the parts are marked COVID-19. So why would they do that? Well, it, it turns out that China was really the first superpower or country, actually our superpower, to really push the 5G network. And now what's this have to do with COVID-19? Because they pushed a huge nationwide um program for 5g about the same time the coronavirus broke out Mm -hmm. and as we talked in previous shows the 5g frequency causes your body if you're in close range of it to react see like our bodies are made by god and very complex very very complex you know you get a cut 
and you can it clots. You know, um, it, it's just it's just crazy how God made us. It's a miracle. It's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But something foreign enters it either by like food, water, air, a poison. Well, with, now this poison, you can't taste it. You can't really see it. Some may be, be able to feel it, but it's electronic magnetic waves that come through the air uh, through 5G. Now, has this happened before? Yeah, it's been happening for years. They told us years ago. I remember being a young kid. Don't stand underneath high electrical lines or these huge towers. They have the high voltage. Right. And I, I grew up on a ranch. They have these huge towers, probably 100 feet high. And the very top wires, you could hear them just crackling. With they hum. Yeah. They hum. And they told you, don't stand even underneath those. Mm-hmm. Well, now they have towers that operate our cell phones that are the 5G that put out. Is it megahertz? Dave, help me out here. Is it? It's five gigahertz. Gigahertz. 5G. As a and so as these gigahertz pass through your body. They pass through walls. They can go through solid objects. They go into your body, and they and your body is your brain is electrical, and your heart is electrical, and it goes through your body, and it changes your body. Like they tell you not to stand in front of a microwave oven because the microwaves can hurt you. Right. So this 5G they, that China started about the same time the coronavirus started, and that's kind of weird because that's about the same time they had this outbreak. Mm-hmm. 5G has been linked to sickness, to flu-like symptoms, to death, to to brain injuries and, and strokes and it's been you can look it up. It's been linked. They can't prove it because nobody really wants to prove it. But it's it's all I know is, folks, nothing's an accident. There's no coincidence. Right. China right. put out almost the same time that the virus starts. And it says, um, hold on here just a second, guys. Um, let's, let's see. Oh, yeah. And at the same time, it hit the United States. Now, I don't know if Trump. Knew knows anything about 5G. I don't know his heart. I don't think he really knew what was going on, my opinion. But Trump fast-tracked 5G not long after China did. Mm-hmm. So you have this huge uptick in people getting the coronavirus at the same time 5G is being pushed all over the country and all over the world. Uh, you, you just... Electrical currents, microwaves, radio waves, uh, these type of uh, rays, they're all around us. But 5G is specifically designed to affect us. They made not just for communication, I believe, Dave, they made it to affect us. Why would they Mm -hmm. want to get sick? And they had to have a cover so they used the coronavirus. Right. So, And I'm not saying the coronavirus is not real, folks. I know some of you out there. Have gotten sick, and some of you have passed away. Uh, your families have passed away. Members, I get that, but the numbers that they're suggesting that have died from the coronavirus are extremely elevated numbers. Mm-hmm. And there's been several states that have come out. You can look it up where there's been falsified records of the amount of COVID patients actual, and you can look it up yourself. The different states, and some of these states. Uh, the falsified records in the hospitals are 50% more than what they should be. Right. So I think it's higher than that. So 
you have this virus, you have this 5G come out at the same time. Is that a coincidence? I don't think so. No, just it's like, not. Just, just like they couldn't kill us with the chemtrails, right? Mm-hmm. They, got, they got some of us sick, but they couldn't. It wasn't working fast enough. Right. And now they're using the, the 5G. And now that's not fast enough. So what do they want to do? They use the virus just to use a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and Trump, I think his, his heart was right and, and doing all this. But I don't think he understood what was really happening around him with the people that he, he, he doesn't directly over. And these vaccines, and there's people at my job that have got some recently. And uh, one particular, I'm not going to mention his name, but he got the vaccination t- two weeks ago. Is the is the Moderna does the two shots? Is that right? Yeah, but they both do, Moderna and Pfizer. And he got one in his right arm, and with a couple hours, his right arm went numb. He couldn't feel it. Huh. And then it came back, and then two days later, his left arm, he could hardly move it. It went totally numb. He said huh. he felt like somebody punched him as hard as they could in the, in the shoulder. Huh. He's okay. He seems okay now, but he's he's a big guy. He's healthy. He's, he's a weightlifter. He's strong. But I've never I've gotten vaccines when I was a child. I've gotten tetanus shots. I've gotten things. I've never had that happen to me. Right. But with these vaccines, these are not your normal vaccines. And I know, we, like Dave said, we're kicking a dead horse. I think that's what you said. But I'm so alarmed by the last seven days how the media, Biden administration, um, social media, and local television is really, really, really pushing the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And why are they pushing it so hard? This never happened during the SARS virus. This never happened during the bird flu. This never happened during then, during Obama, uh-huh. right? Why are they pushing it? Because what's in the vaccine, you know, they they want they basically want to deep they want to depopulate the earth, right? In order to find out what they want, you have to find out what they believe, mm-hmm. and what Bill Gates, what um, these elitists believe. One world government. Uh, you hear it every day on television. Uh, Biden doesn't want the United States to be the leader anymore. He wants to work with the other nations, not be the leader of the world. And why do they want to do that? Because they want to set up a one world government where everybody's under one roof. And they want to use these vaccines, the technologies. Um, they want to get rid of cash, which they're working on now. They're going to probably go to a cryptocurrency, I imagine. Or something right. like that. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Why? So they can control us. Right. They want total control of our lives. You don't believe me? Look at China. They have a social credit score. It's mm-hmm. not just how you pay your bills every month. It's not just you pay them on time or you don't have a lot of debt or you have debt. It, it's nothing like that. It, it's It's like their social score goes on what do you say about the government on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Like Dave and I would probably have a very low social score with the program <laughs> because they don't want us to bring this stuff out. Right. Right. And you think right. this just in China? I just read. I didn't bring it with me. You guys can look it up. It's happening in Canada in, in uh, British British Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's British. They are. There's a restaurant up there that is using a credit score. Excuse me, a social score. And they are putting. Um, I'm going off memory, 30 cameras, 60 cameras in a restaurant that holds 30 people. 
two cameras per person. And these wow. cameras do facial recognition. And they, they do a screenshot, but they do also facial recognition. So they can look up and see who you are, where you came from, where you live. And this is what China's doing. Now it's in Canada. It just got there. And other restaurants, other places now are thinking of doing this. A mm-hmm. social score. So if your score is not high enough, you won't be able to eat there. You won't be able to buy gas. You won't be able to buy food. You have to rent in a lower income neighborhood. You, even if your credit score is 850, it doesn't matter. If your social score is low, you're, you're out of luck. Right. And right. so why, what's this got to do with the coronavirus? Because the coronavirus has brought all this in on us. All in this, all in the realm of safety, and they care about us, and there's concern for us. It's bull. Mm-hmm. They don't care about us. So exactly, they don't. And so, um, let me see. And and they're trying to cover this up. And the person that really covered, well, you mentioned YouTube, right? You can't say anything on YouTube about this, and or Facebook, Twitter, or Twitter, Facebook. And I have a thing here on Facebook. Um, the fact checkers at Facebook that do the fact checking. Okay. It's a company. Uh, it's formed from a grant organization run by Obama's former CDC director. That figures. That's the fact checker for Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, so, as, as somebody who's been in Facebook jail before, um, about five times, yeah. Um, they would always send you something saying, well, they 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 put something on hold or they erased it because it violated their community standards. And so I said, can you point out, I wrote back and I said, can you point out which community standard I I violated? You know, and I never got an answer from them. Never, ever, ever got an answer from at least YouTube. What they do is they tell you which one. Right. And, and then I wrote to them, well, how did I do that? In this video, right. never got an answer. Never got an answer. It's just a, a way to blacklist, blackball people, and they're uh, yeah, they're bullies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and so actually, you know when this started, it, they tried to start this, and I'm going by memory again. It's dangerous. Ninety four, ninety five was the first twin tower bombing, but mm-hmm. it but it failed. I can't remember. It was the mid-90s, I think. Yeah, it was. Right? And then it happened in 2001 and brought both buildings down. I believe what's happened right now today started, actually before that, but really started in earnest in 2001. Why? Because in order, order to change a society that is free and take their freedoms away without a fight, you have to give them a reason to give up their freedoms that outweighs them, you taking them away. Right. So you fly planes into buildings, into the Pentagon, you kill 3,000 plus people, and you do, you start, you, you can't go to the gate now at the airport. You have to take your shoes off. You have to take your belt off. You um, supposedly they have a no fly list for terrorists and all this, all these things everybody knows that's listening and watching knows this. Before 9 11, we never would have let that, it would have never. After, but 9-11, do whatever it takes to make us safe. Right. So 9-11 happened, and then mm-hmm. now it's been 20 years this this fall, 
and people are forgetting about 9-11. It's, they're not as worried about terrorism. And they're not. And so they had to bring something else to change more laws. Why, they, that was the first phase. Now, this is the second or third phase is the coronavirus. Right. And they use this as fear. You're going to die. You tell somebody they're going to die. If you don't do this, that, and the other thing, you will do this, that, and the other thing, even if you don't like it. Mm-hmm. And then you realize a lot of us were being duped, but there's a lot of people that are not. I right. say half the population believes it. Mm-hmm. And they're good people, but they bo- they're believing a lie. So 9-11, that was the beginning. Now you have the coronavirus, and I think there was a couple things before that, but they weren't as big as the coronavirus. We couldn't walk on the beach, all these lockdowns. You get arrested for surfing, no church. Right. And that's the opposite, folks. They went after the church on purpose. Of all things you should have left open was the church, not the liquor stores. Right. Because you know why? Because when people are together and they're praying and they're worshiping God, they're strong. Mm-hmm. They support each other emotionally and spiritually. They're not afraid where you're in church. You can you have brotherly love. Everybody, you know, you know what I mean. So sure, you don't. They want us. They didn't want us in church because they want us isolated in our homes. So we would watch the TV and all the propaganda for the last year, all fear, with a little bit of fact, but a lot of fake news, and, and fear. And mm-hmm. Then they say, let's get the vaccine. We'll be able to get back to normal. <clears throat> We're not going to get back to normal. They're they're talking about even with the vaccine now. You still have to wear a mask. Um, schools still can't open 100%. Some of them are starting to really open down here. And so it's all lies. It's all fake. It's all in the election, the whole thing with the election. That was planned to steal it from Trump. Sure. And and it was planned. And I believe it was planned. Um, it was supposed to be Hillary, but that they didn't expect Trump to win. And he did. And they said to themselves, I think, after the, the, he won, this is never going to happen again, and we're going to do everything we can, not just not to get him elected, but for ne- for not to ever have a Republican conservative ever again in office. Right. And that's right. why they are fighting the Georgia election laws that they just passed, because they realize, oh, cred, we've been had. If these laws stick, they can't steal the election in Georgia on the next cycle. Right. And that's right. why they're in an uproar about it. And mm-hmm. so they're using this virus as a political weapon. To take now they're going after our guns, right. and and then the whole social injustice and all the discrimination things that are going on in the news. George Floyd. Oh, the woke, the woke generation. The woke, yeah. And, and I, 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 I just they're using this against them. They, the government's not for equal rights. The government, deep state, is not for justice social justice at all. Therefore, power, more power, and as much power as they can get. Right. And it was shown during the the COVID because you saw these governors in these blue states, and then you saw the governors in the red states. Look at Florida, look at Oregon and California. Mm-hmm. Blue states, a red state. No mask in Florida, no social distancing, no increase in COVID. Nobody's dropping dead on the street. But in Oregon, where Dave is, they're locking it down again. Yeah. And it's got 
it's got 25% of the population that Florida has. Yeah. It's the same here. So, and I know I'm preaching to the choir with a lot of people who are listening and watching, but don't get used to this. Don't say, ah, it's just the way it is. It's going to be. No. If we don't push back, if we don't start electing individuals to have our back, if we don't start passing laws to change these bad laws, we will have no United States of America only in name. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking in the next year to two years because right. Biden is on a train, on a mission. And, yeah, he fumbles around and he forgets things, but he's not stupid. And the people below him definitely are pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. So, folks, pray for our country, the United States. Pray that there's a revival that people go back to God. Mm-hmm. Go back to the Lord and pray that these lies are exposed and that God stops this. Because mm-hmm. if it doesn't, I'm, it's going to get worse if he doesn't. Right. And so, you know, um, um, I, oh, can I, yeah, I think that, um, I've been talking a lot. That's okay. Um, I think it go, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Allergy season here in Oregon. Yeah. Um, but I think it goes back a little further than, than the uh, bombing. Um, I think it goes back to Randy Weaver in Idaho who just wanted to be left alone and they, yeah, they tried they tried to frame him by saying that he sold a sawed off shotgun. Yeah. And they ended up killing his wife, a sniper did, and an FBI sniper. Right. And nothing was ever done about it. And then um oh the Branch Davidians. Now oh, yeah. believe me, I, I don't agree with their theology at all. Oh, okay? okay. But they had a right to do what they wanted to do. And again, it was with guns. They were like, Oh, they're, they're, they're stockpiling guns. Well, I'll tell you what, if they were stockpiling guns, then every person in that place would have been firing at the FBI. There was only two or three people that were, and that's because the FBI was trying to come in and they ended up, well, it ended up with them, them burning the whole place down, the FBI. And, you know, if you watch a, a video called Waco rules of engagement, uh, it's very revealing. It is that that this was all planned. That Janet Reno and oh. uh, Clinton planned it all. Um, and then we move on to uh, not too long ago. Uh, this was after 9/11, of course. Uh, the the takeover in Malheur County, uh, where the ranchers took over the um, yeah the yeah the agricultural site over there. And um, uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a matter of fact, they, they cleaned the place up. The place was a mess. They ended up cleaning it up. Uh, the government says that they trashed it. But um, so Lavoie Finnicum, now he's a Mormon, and I don't agree with his theology. But I don't think that he should have been executed the way he was. He um, he was stopped on his way to go meet with, um, oh, who was it? I think they were going to meet with... Um, the FBI or something. I can't remember who it was. Uh, they stopped them and then um, they were fired upon. And then so they left and they uh, they forced them into uh, the snowbank on um, some highway. I can't remember where it is. So it's over in Malheur County. But um, and so, you know, he put his hands out the window, opened up the door, got out. Uh, people that were in the truck were getting shot at. There's, there was bullet holes. The whole truck was full of bullet holes. Um, and then uh, I, 
he reached down to his left side, but it almost he was right-handed. So anybody knows that if you're right-handed, you usually put your gun on your right side. It takes too long to reach for your gun on the left side and mm-hmm. and to bring it all the way around. You know, just bringing it out like this is is pretty easy. Right. But right. Um, so you know, the FBI says, "Oh well, he was going for his gun. Well, his gun was in the truck." Okay, it was he didn't it wasn't on his person. So when he was reaching over, it was probably because he was shot there, and they shot him and and let him die in the snow. You know, and that was again the government saying, you know, you're not going to tell us what to do. You know, mm-hmm. and this ha- happened because of a bunch of ranchers down in Nevada who actually won <laughs> against the government. Right. Um, but um, it's it's gradually been uh, people are or the government is uh, inculcating to us that um, we're the winners, you're the losers, you know, there's no use in fighting. Um, just put your hands up and give up and let us take over. And that's not going to happen as far as I'm concerned. Um, here in Oregon, we uh, there's a, a move to, uh, uh, to create something called Greater Idaho, um, where a bunch of counties, uh, most of the state actually, <laughs> Is um, is joining in on this, and they want to leave Oregon because we don't have any rights here. If you're a conservative, there are no rights whatsoever here, and uh, your vote doesn't count because everything's fixed. And basically, two cities control everything in Oregon: Eugene and Portland. You mm-hmm. know, and you can throw Springfield in there too, I guess. Not Springfield, uh, Salem, the capital. Um, but uh, so anyway, and I hope it goes through. And so most of Southern Oregon and all of Eastern Oregon would be joining Idaho and parts of Northern California are in on this too. And, um, so, you know, we're, we're hoping and praying that this goes through, you know, and, uh, we were talking today that, uh, you know, the, a move might be coming if that happens. That'd you be know, nice. yeah, yeah, I, cause this, this folks, if, if you, if you live in places like South Dakota or Texas, well, Maybe Texas, you have a lot of liberals there, but um, some of the really conservative states, you don't realize what it's like to live in a state like this. You know, the 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 government's corrupt. Uh, the, the all the all the liberals think that they can tell you what to do. Um, I've had run-ins with them. Uh, it just it's not a pretty picture, you know, and it's only going to get worse. So yeah. we're, you know, if if there's a chance to to flee here and go down two counties and be in Greater Idaho, I think we might go for that. But uh, we'll see. But um, anyway, and you know, it's funny because the uh, the state of Oregon, I don't think has has an electoral college for its votes, its own votes. Okay, for state senator, state re- representative, and stuff like that. Because if they did, then this would not be a, a blue state. This would be a red state because the counties would each be represented instead of two right. cities running everything. We have the same thing in California, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and Sacramento. Same you know, thing. run everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's that's kind of what we're hoping for. And maybe we won't uh, – maybe we can get, you know, get into a place where people have, make common sense and – and everything else, but um, um, yeah, that was the Center Academy in Palm Beach, right? That uh, wouldn't let the teachers 
that didn't have the COVID va- or that did have yeah. the COVID vaccine. Yeah, okay. That's, right. mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Now, did you hear that uh, that Biden has uh, promised India that it would send India 200 million uh, doses of the J and J vaccine? I don't yeah. know if you heard that or not. Yeah. Um, now, this is the vaccine that causes blood clots. And I guess Biden doesn't want them here. Um, so he sent them to India. And, you know, we were talking about um, the New World Order agenda, uh, Agenda 2030 now, because 2021 is, well, I guess it's still possible. But um, it looks more like 2030 now. But um, Agenda 2021 is to, to bring the New World Order in, to get rid of uh, our republic and turn it into a socialist state. And things like that, and and um, and one of their plans is to depopulate the Earth uh, as much as they can. And what is the second most popular populous country in the world? India, right? Mm-hmm. So if you take out half of India, you've done part of your job, a big part of your job. You know, now the Chinese aren't going to let that happen to China. Um, I don't think anyway, because their their people are are slave labor. Okay, and I think that uh, slave labor is going to become a big thing here too, because people are are so ignorant here that they're they're sheeple. They yeah. uh, the government says it, and I mean if if the last fifty years doesn't demonstrate to people that the government is isn't as good as they think it is, then I don't think anybody will ever get it. You know, I mean we can pray that that they do, and and hopefully things will come around, but. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, the government is not looking out for our best interest. The government is looking out for its own interest and its own interests are, are meshed in together with the new world order interest. Yeah. And, and, um, and so, and that's what, if you read the uh, Georgia Guidestones, the first commandment, there's 10 of them is to bring the earth's population down to 500 million so that mankind can live in harmony with nature. So, um, how do you do that? Well, the best way to do it without war is to get people sick. Um, and, and you know, with the 5G, matter of fact, like I said, I had a video taken off because of this. It was called the, um, the Corona, the, yeah, COVID-19 5G connection. And um, what it does also, um, aside from what you said, um, or including what you said, actually, or added to, um, is that your cells are very sensitive. Like you said, your body's very sensitive to electrical current and stuff like that. But um, a certain frequency can actually make your cell walls more permeable. Okay. Uh, normally, it's hard for a virus to enter into a cell. Um, the virus has to basically fool the cell in order to let it in. And... Um, and that's, that's a process we won't get into because it, it takes a long time. But um, so if, if it can vibrate the cell enough to where it, it starts making it uh, the wall impermeable, I mean, um, permeable, um, it's easier for the virus to get in. So that's why you had people in Seattle where there's a lot of 5G. You had people now in Portland had a lot of cases all up in that area. Um, what is it? San Francisco. Um, Los Angeles, New York. New York was a big one, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the city. The COVID-19 population was was 
very large in that city. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, it's 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 not a coincidence. Like you said, nothing's a coincidence. And the fact that 5G is is used a lot in areas where the coronavirus was uh, the heaviest is a pretty good indicator, you know, to me. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you're right. I agree. But, but uh, anyway, it's... Um, it's just sad. And, you know, I was looking at this um, this article, and like I was mentioning, nat- uh, Natural News, um, and there's this uh, article by uh, Davina Ramirez, and it says, COVID-19 vaccines to decimate the world population, warns microbiologist, and it's already happening in India and Brazil. Okay. And he has a little section here, and it's about, uh, and I'll read it real quick. Vaccines are either useless or dangerous. Um, his name is Bhakti. Uh, emphasizes the danger associated with the new vaccines. For one, the vaccines cannot actually do what the manufacturers say they can. According to Bhakti, it is practically impossible to prevent infection even for after vaccination. In fact, it is naive to think getting vaccinated can prevent infection. That's because any antibodies the body may produce follow, following vaccination would be too minuscule to do anything significant. Bhakti also stressed that the fact that SARS-CoV-2 is not a killer virus, contrary to popular belief. Uh, that's because up to five people only will die of COVID-19 for every 10,000 people infected. For a vaccine to be deemed efficient, it has to guarantee that it will bring the number down further, but that would be incredibly difficult to show. Um, and he goes on and on. But anyway, um, so you have microbiologists, you have scientists that are all starting to wake up and to voice their opinions. And you know what kind of scares me for them, Brian, is that, uh, and audience, is that um, when people start to speak out about this, things happen to them and uh, and I you know we're so small I'm, I'm not worried about it but um, you know if a microbiologist comes out and says stuff like this you know you might read in a newspaper next week that his brakes failed while he was going down a hill or that uh, he died of a heart attack or that he committed suicide you know the, the old Hillary Clinton tricks and um, yeah they Hillaryed him you know <laughs> yeah they Hillary <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's it's um, these people are are pretty brave that are doing this because they're you know they're putting their lives on the line as far as I'm concerned because there's big money. You have no idea how well a lot of you probably don't how big big pharma is. And um, one of the reasons that, that I cite for not taking the vaccine is uh, I, I'm a Torah adherent uh, believer in Yeshua. And the Torah is a contract, and contracts have two parties, and every each party has its own responsibility. Um, in, in the Old Testament, it was, uh, you know, if you kill somebody's cow, you get them a new cow. If you kill somebody, you die. You know, things like that. It's uh, It was very, as a matter of fact, you know, it was very easy to understand, but hard to follow, almost impossible to follow. But um, anyway... <clears throat> And the Torah forbids us making contracts where one of the parties cannot be held responsible for their actions. And that's exactly what the uh, the people that make these vaccines that have done. They've put in um, 
there's some legislation somewhere, I don't know exactly where it is, that the uh, vaccine companies are not liable for any injuries that happen because of their vaccinations. So <clears throat> that being the case, I'm, it's a violation of the Torah to, to agree to this. Because if anything happens to me, um, I've, you know, I, I will not be, or, you know, I or my wife or whoever uh, would, you know, inherit the estate. Because if we both got it, then somebody else would get the state. But um, it, um, <clears throat> if if they can't be held responsible, then um, then I, I can't go for it. And and also that you know you're mingling DNA from one uh, organism to another, mm-hmm. and um, and that's warned against too. And that's the whole thing about before the flood. You know, if you read, um, let's see, Jared has it in it. First Enoch has it in it, and I think. Um, uh, the Book of Jubilees has it in it, <clears throat> um, where uh, before the flood they were ming- they were making um, uh, mingling animals. Um, you look at Greek mythology and you see the the Monitor, the um, I can't think of any of the other ones, <laughs> but you know one's half man and half goat, the other one's half donkey, half man. Uh, you had Hydra with the snakes on the head. And, oh, how fanciful the Greeks were to think about things like this. Well, it might not have been just thinking about it. It might have been things that were brought over. Um, what I'm trying to say, memories that were brought over on Noah's Ark and told back then amongst various peoples about these freaks of nature. There's a book called The Book of the, the Giants. Mm-hmm. And the book it's in fragments, so it's really hard to read. But it talks not only about the Nephilim, but it talks about the monsters. And the monsters, I think, are the freaks that that were made um, through genetic engineering. You know, and you know, I, as far as I know, dinosaurs were part of that. You know, I really don't know, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, you know, it's like like Yeshua said, when I come back, it's going to be be like the days of Noah. And it sure as heck is. Yeah, it is. Noah. And um, man, it's it's and like you said, it's accelerating at an alarming rate. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's it's kind of helpful to know that what they're doing, um, they're actually playing into Yeshua's hands, into God's hands. Um, because what they're doing is they're they're um, accelerating his return, you know, yeah. and they can do that all they want. Um, and that's I kind of feel bad for people that don't have the hope of uh, knowing Yahweh is that they um, and I can see how people are scared about this virus. If you don't if you aren't sure about salvation, about where you're going afterwards, uh, we were at a gas station the other day and um the, the guy was talking about how he's had a hard time breathing and and things like that. And this was from before COVID, but um, it almost sounded like he had CHF, congestive heart failure. But um, And he looked like an ex-tweaker, so maybe that's what he was. But anyway, um, and he said, he said, you know, something like, well, whatever happens, happens. And I says, yeah, as long as you know where you're going afterwards, you know. I was trying to spark up a conversation. <laughs> yeah. We had to leave. We were in a hurry. But the next yeah. time we went there, maybe it'll be there. And um, so anyway, it's I, I can understand if you, if you have no hope, if you have no uh, future plan, so to speak, for the afterlife, um, 
how you would be afraid of uh, all the stuff that you hear on the news and and all the stuff that uh, uh, Bill Gates is coming out with. And Bill Gates, uh, that guy, he's like a firebound. But mm. hopefully, you know, if he got saved, that'd be awesome. But we'll see what happens. But um, I get a kick out of these these guys because the Clintons and the Gateses of this world. Um, when when um, the president's talking about taxing the rich, well, the rich know how to get out of taxes. They have people that they pay the good money to to get out of taxes, and they mm-hmm. have they know all the loopholes. So what? Well, let's use uh, let's use Gates for an example. Gates um, gives money to um, a, a cause, okay. Or he gives money, let's say, to to cancer research or something like that, and so you know the money goes to a, a lab. Let's just say we can say Pfizer or whatever company you want to call, it. and um, and they turn around and they um, they make a um, what do you call it? They make a, a vaccine, not a vaccine or a medicine that cures cancer. Let's say mm-hmm. <laughs> like that'll ever happen. Um, they probably have it already just haven't released it and they won't, uh, it wouldn't be lucrative, but <clears throat> so they, he gives money, they create it, they start selling it. And so they pay Gates back. They, so they give to the Gates foundation, giving to the Gates foundation. They don't have to pay taxes on that money. Um, you know, or they get a tax break, I should say. And, and that's going to be coming back too, because, uh, Biden's undoing everything Trump did. But uh, and then uh, so Gates has money that he gave out, if not more money, because maybe he charged them interest on it. Mm-hmm. And that's what they donated. And so his foundation grows. Now, he's the president. She's probably the vice president. And they can use as much money as they want to and claim that it was for business expenses. You know, so Gates and all the other ones, they they've got a. They've got a racket going that's a killer racket, man. If the rest of us could do it, it would be wonderful. But, um, you know, we, people like you and I and a lot of the listeners can't because we can't afford such things. But um, anyway, um, <clears throat> the fact that a, uh, a Microsoft engineer, which is what he, what he is, he, he founded Microsoft, um, is in charge of uh, telling people in the WHO, in the um, Center for Disease Control and everything, how to run things, and he dictates policy with Fauci. You know, there's um, – I think that's a violation of the RICO law, actually. <clears throat> but um, anyway, it's it's just a vicious circle. It really is. And I'm sorry I got us off the, the subject. Oh, it's okay. It was good. But um, – I don't know. There's another thing, and I don't know if you saw it, Brian, but um, there was an article today, and I think it was Natural News, or no, it was in somewhere else. But they were talking about um, people getting the vaccine, and sometime down the road, um, getting um, strokes because some of these vaccines still cause blood clots. It's not just the J and J vaccine, and. Um, so they're driving along, and there's been an increase, supposedly, in head-on collisions, in people running off the road, because when you have a stroke, you can't control anything. Right. Um, 
head on collisions, running off the road, going down cliffs and everything else. And, um, you know, it's attributed to them having strokes. And incidentally, they had just gotten the COVID-19 vaccine. You know, it's it's like the accidents going up in Oregon after they uh, legalized marijuana. Yeah. You no, know, totally legalized marijuana. Now you, they legal, they've legalized magic mushrooms, which is psilocybin, uh, heroin, and everything else. You know, it's, uh, you know, I <clears throat> don't want to broadcast that too much because then we'll have more people moving here. But um, yeah. uh, it's... Uh, <clears throat> sad state of affairs, so to speak, you know, that, um, uh, you know, um, Yeshua said, uh, woe to those who say good is bad and bad is good, you know, and, and that's exactly what's happening. They're, they're saying that everything that the world has called bad for so long is good. And that what the world has called, um, good is bad. Uh, they're demonizing the church. Um, there was um, an article on here. Let's see if I can get to it. It was about a church. Oh, there's another one. Uh, let's see. Human rights attorney Lee Dundas warns that COVID-19 tyranny is becoming a second Holocaust. So keep your I eyes on that. that one, folks. Yeah, I saw that one. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't write it down, but I read it. It's really good. Yeah. A U.K. church leader signed an open letter to British Prime Minister Boris Johnson opposing vaccine passports. So finally, maybe some of the church is waking up. Yeah, finally. Uh, but it, the churches in the U.K. are basically Anglican, and that translates in English or in, in America over to uh, Episcopalian. And, um, and maybe there's some Catholic churches thrown in there, too. But the fact that, you know, people often criticize the Catholic Church, and, you know, I, I don't agree with their doctrine. Um, a lot of their things I don't agree with. And um, But you know what? I very rarely see Protestants out in front of abortion clinics, and I very rarely see um, Protestants uh, writing letters like this. Um, I don't consider Anglicans Protestant, by the way. <laughs> um, they're more they're just the Catholics without the Pope. Um, so, you know, you, you've, you've got these severely mainline Laodicean churches that are out there telling people or writing to the prime minister of Britain, telling them, uh, no, this is not right. Don't do this. Now, I don't believe he's going to listen to them. No, no. You know, but, um, anyway, I'm going to give it up to you for a little while, Brian, and, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, my voice is getting a little hoarse. That's no, all. that was good. I mean, we're we're kind of repeating some of the stuff we've taught a few weeks ago or talked about, but at the same time, what you're saying, a lot of some stuff is happening. Um, I'll just read off my notes. Actually, let me go on my phone. Hold on, guys. Um, gosh, there's so many articles. I don't even know where to start. Um um, and there's a lot of stuff going on that's not COVID that we need to talk about in our next shows that we already talked about earlier. Um, right. Uh, like the connection between the vaccine and women's menstrual cycles. Um, mm-hmm. That's a thing now that it's affecting women's menstrual cycles. 
And um, I've even read where a woman that's got the vaccine and a woman that doesn't is affects the woman that doesn't being near the woman that does. Yeah. I, I don't know how I couldn't answer to how that works, but, um, but I've, I've read articles on that. Um, well, yeah, here, I could, I could probably shed some light onto that. Yeah, yeah, go ahead while I look um, It's, um, I don't know if you know, if you've worked around a bunch of women, but I have being a nurse and it, it's, it's, uh, it's almost the oddest thing I've ever seen, but when, Women are around each other a lot. Their cycles tend to adjust to where they're all having their menstrual times at the same time. I mean, they have to be working together five days a week, you know, or, right. you know, for, for years. But, um, and ladies, if I'm wrong, write to me and let me know. But this is what I've heard from late women. So, um, so if, um, if a woman is having a, um, had the shot and, gets near another woman that's had the as having her menstrual cycle then she could actually transfer i think um through hormones or whatever or maybe even through droplets in the air um to the other woman so that um some women are claiming that they're having two a month two menstrual cycles a month yeah because of the vaccine yeah, yeah, being around people that have it, and other women are saying that they, you know, they're having more infrequent ones. Right. So, well, that's ladies, don't take it. <laughs> yeah, and this leads into my next article here, uh, and you touched on this already. Center Academy, a private school in Miami, says it won't employ vaccinated teachers. It won't that's employ. So cool. And I was reading this, I'm thinking, hmm, but what we, it makes sense because. It says right here, a private school founded by an anti-vaccination activist in South Florida has warned teachers and staff against taking the COVID-19 vaccine, say it will not employ anyone who has received the vaccine. The Academy in Miami sent a notice out to parents Monday informing them the new policy for the 300 students. Um, the co-founder, Leela Center, Center, I think that's her name, told employees in a letter last week that she made the policy decision with a very heavy heart. Center asked that those who have not received the COVID-19 vaccine to wait until the end of the school year and even recommend holding off. Sent, uh, and, you know, and, and, the reason, and I thought about this and I've read other stuff and you, and you, you audience, you guys can do your research, too. Here's the here's the thing that just drives me crazy with this whole COVID thing is all they're all over the board about these guidelines. And so what I've read and it's too much to read here is that you get the vaccine so you don't get the virus, but the vaccine gives you the virus. So you think you're protected. You're around people who are not protected. And you're giving them the virus, thinking you're protected. So does that make sense, Dave? Yeah, it turns you into a spreader. Yeah, you're a spreader. And you never had the COVID. But as we've said in past uh, podcasts, they put literally put the COVID in the vaccine. And how do they do that? They put nanobots. And I'll read a couple articles here about that. They put things in there to bring your immune system down. Nanobots. Um, RNA, the mRNA that changes your DNA and um, 
and it, it basically weakens your body, weakens your immune system, and makes you vulnerable to anything, even a common cold. Mm-hmm. And so, and and they're actually putting the virus in these vaccines through it through DNA. Basically, what it does, it makes your DNA have the virus, so you'll build antibodies to it. But the problem is, you don't build antibodies; it just attacks your body mm-hmm. and gives you the virus. Now right. you think you're protected. You're going to school with other teachers as you're a teacher. You're giving them whatever you got now. And and it's like, like I said before, and I'm you know, a minor bird here, but we were told once we get vaccines, we can open everything up. Now we're getting vaccines and Oregon's closing down. Why is Oregon right. closing down? Why? It should be opening up. There's only yeah. 4 million people, not only, but there's 4 million plus people in Oregon. There's 40 million in California, and we're opening up. Mm-hmm. Our cities are much more densely populated, except for Portland, and maybe uh, Portland's the biggest one. So, why are we opening up here? Well, because Gavin Newsom's getting recalled, and it got certified, and there's going to be a recall election in June. That's why we're opening up. Uh huh. And but with the vaccine, this this lady here obviously is educated with anti-vaccines. Um, cause it just said it in the article. And so she knows that these vaccines are giving the actual virus to the people who don't think that they're going to be protected. Now they're around people who are unprotected and they get sick. And it's just like, that's why they're pushing this. They're pushing it. They want us sick. They want us to die or be so sick that we have to depend on the government to take care of us. Right. And one of the other things here, um, hold on a second here. Sure. Um, I wish I had the big screen like you do, Dave. That'd be really cool. Um, let's see, where is it? Um, uh, uh, there's another. Gosh, there's so many. I know. There's like a thousand articles. There's so today. many things. Um, here's one about pregnant women. CDC walks back director's comments on COVID vaccines for pregnant women. It came out about two weeks ago that it was causing birth defects and premature births of women who were taking the vaccine. So the CDC came out two or three weeks ago, whenever it was, and said they pulled it off the shelf. Pregnant women aren't supposed to take the vaccine. Now the CDC director is coming back and saying, no, it's okay. What what changed? He he got talked to by somebody. That's what changed. Exactly. Somebody above him said, no, you, you, you need to change your story. Um, let's see. Here's one. Mississippi man suffers a stroke four hours after getting Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Four hours. Wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Almost there. Here's one. This is the one I was looking for. Okay, oh, this one's crazy. Um, hold it. Disturbing. Uh, this is from Infowars. Okay, mm-hmm. disturbing. Vaccine zoomed with microscope appears to show living cells organism mixed in. Wow, I believe it. Laboratory footage of what is alleged to be Pfizer's COVID nineteen vaccine shows puzzled German scientists debating what exactly they're looking at under the microscope, as apparently organisms separate from the viral particles are discovered. 
it's not quite clear to me what we see here, one scientist said. So this is the content from Pfizer's vaccine, a colleague asked. This is from Pfizer's yes, he replied, adding that all the little dots floating about were cells with a nucleus leading him to wonder what their purpose was. Wow. But you don't know what it is yet, the colleague asked. No, it could be a Morgolin, whatever that is, he said, referring to what a National Institute of Health study calls a skin condition, characterized by the presence of microcolored filaments that lie under, are embedded in or project from skin that involves the belief that this that the skin is infected by insects and other objects like like a string. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I, I mean, there's so many articles and so much information, folks. There's so much. Get on your phones. Don't go to Google. Go to DuckDuckGo or other websites because Google will just give you what they want to give you to, to you to know. Dave and I talked about that. But mm-hmm. these vaccines are poison. They're used to make us sick or kill us. They're used to control us. As we talked in previous shows, we won't get into it now, there's nanobots put in there that go directly through the nasal passage. Uh, that's with the swab for the test or injected through the vaccine, go into your body and, and start attacking your body. Your body's going to be under a constant barrage of systemic attack all the time. And mm-hmm. a lot of people will be okay because they're, they're healthy and they're young. But I, I'd be like to see what's going to happen in the next three to five years with a lot of the people that's got the vaccine. Right. It's a huge COVID goes away, and now there's this huge cases of flu killing people. But they don't call it COVID. They call it the flu. Because if they call it COVID, then people will link it to the vaccine. Right. So the government's going to see this is something new. And that's why all these people are dying mm-hmm. and are getting sick. It's, it's, they're actually prepping us for the next pandemic. They're, they're seeding the ground for the next pandemic by getting the vaccine yeah. and, and the test. That's exactly what they're doing. And they're going to use these pandemics and these fear things to control you. And you, you, uh, the best way is don't take it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to take it. If I have to move, I'll move to a state that doesn't push it. At this point, knock on wood, everything's okay. But I see the writing on the wall in California. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about not even letting you travel out of the state unless you've been vaccinated. So, right. Um, right. I mean, flying out of the state. You so, know, there's um, there was a yeah. rabbi, uh, Brian, that I listened to. And uh, while we're on, on you know, the, what it does to people, um, and uh, he says, I don't understand why it's not talked about enough, maybe because in fine, the fine print are all the relevant documents. <clears throat> But it needs to be talked about a lot more because there's, there's the fact that the main thing that prevented approval of the vaccine in the past, approval right. of the vaccine from the same type of corona as corona, uh, and that's an occurrence called ADE. ADE stands for Antibody Dependent Enhancement, translated into Hebrew, antibodies are antibodies. Right. Um, Enhancement is uh, deterioration or exacerbation, meaning it's the exacerbation of a disease, um, an exacerbation of what's happening in the body that's dependent on antibodies. So, in essence, what it does is they give you the first shot, 
It has your bodies make a whole bunch of um, uh, COVID-19 antibodies, I guess. But they, for some reason, they don't seem to last very long. No. Uh, you know, you and I, we had chicken pox, and they, they could take our blood today, and they could prove that we had chicken pox when we were kids because they can take our titers. But um, anyway, uh, so then uh, two weeks goes by, and then they go and get another shot, a booster, and that's the one that really puts people down. You know, people actually feel sick for a day or two or even three. And um, because now the, the vaccine is even more uh, in your body and it's in your body's creating even more antibodies. And but for some reason, your body says, well, I don't need these antibodies anymore. And it quits making them, but it quits making a lot of antibodies for different things, too. So what it does is it leaves you open for things like autoimmune diseases, uh, the next time you get the flu, it might be a lot worse than if you, you, you didn't even get the flu shot, right. you know, um, and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm expecting in the next, like you said, three to five years to see a very high increase in autoimmune diseases um, and a lot of them, too, like uh, lupus and uh, uh, what is it? The arthritis. Um, I can't think of it right now. Not osteo, but uh there's another arthritis that's an autoimmune disease. Um, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, uh, the one with the kid. Uh, the I'm sorry, folks. I can't think today. I had a procedure yesterday, and my mind's not clear. But um, there's there's tons of autoimmune diseases out there, and um, there's going to be. And you know what that's going to do? That's going to make people run to the doctor, and the doctor's going to prescribe medications for it. And so the pharmaceutical companies are going to make even more money now treating all the things that have been brought about by this supposed vaccine that has destroyed a person's immune system. So it's a win-win for the uh, for the vaccine makers because Pfizer wow. makes a lot of medications. They don't just make vaccines. Mm-hmm. You know, Pfizer um, is, is a real dirty dealer. Um, sure. I've written an article about them, but um, so... Pfizer makes out like a bandit because it can't get sued. And I was just reading an article or looking at one on that thing. Um, It says um, Biden forces working taxpayers to foot bill for those injured or killed by COVID-19 vaccines. So he's going to raid the Treasury again or borrow from the Federal Reserve to pay people for the vaccine that injured or killed their loved ones. Or them, and and bankrupt, and bankrupt the country even more. Wow! You know? I wonder if that goes for Como on all the people he killed in the nursing homes. Yo, oh boy! Yeah, don't get me started. Uh, on that. Numbers up to ten thousand people he killed in those nursing homes. Yeah, I wonder if that's gonna. If Biden's talking about him. You notice that got really quiet. Yeah, it did. You don't hear about that anymore. No, it's thousands of people, COVID exactly. patients with the elderly. Just knowingly doing that. Yeah, he's he's he he would have been a good commandant at Auschwitz. Yeah, I, um, yeah. you know <laughs> he really would have. And Fauci would have made a wonderful Doctor Mengele. Um, but um, you know, talking about the second uh, Holocaust that's coming, uh, according to that article, um, I've heard rumors that what they're going to do is if you don't take the vaccine, they're going to try to make a national law to where you have to take the vaccine. 
And if you don't take the vaccine, then they have the right, you're breaking the law, right? And they have the right to throw you in jail or prison or maybe a FEMA camp, you know. So it's uh, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the writing's on the wall. It's just that people have to get vocal and start fighting this. You know, Americans are too trusting as a people we are. And, you know, we, we want to always think the best of, of people that they're either honest and truthful and are looking out for our best interests. But the fact is that, um, and especially when it comes to politicians, um, Trump excluded, of course, I think, yeah. but, um, you know, they're not looking out for our best interests. They, they just want to make money. And that's why you got Biden up there. He's, um, I don't know if anybody remembers, but uh, Obama borrowed a bunch of money from China. Um, we're talking trillions of dollars. And so one of these days, China can call in that marker. Okay. Uh, you owe us. We want our money. And if we don't pay them, well, what happens? We probably go to war. Right. Or he turns over our sovereignty to a foreign power which I think he's done already, but that's another story for another day. But um, so he's uh, he's the best president that the Russians ever had, and he's definitely the best president that the Chinese ever had. And um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, they were talking about Kamala Harris today, because I have Patriot Radio on um, a Sirius XM yeah. station. And um, I was listening to it today, and they were talking about how Kamala Harris has been so quiet during all this. How she's she's supposed to be at the southern border overseeing things, but nobody's seen her there. Um, You know, what's she up to? You know, so yeah, uh, nobody's watching her. Everybody's watching the old man who can't think for himself. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't mean to be disrespectful in that regard, because that's a t- if he is having dementia or Alzheimer's, that's a terrible thing to to acquire. You know, it's it's like us forgetting things on, that we're talking about on steroids, you know, and, um, uh, you know, when, when a person forgets who they are, who their loved ones are and stuff like that, that's very hard to deal with. And um, it's. Um, I used to deliver medications to an Alzheimer's home and man, it broke my heart every time I went in there, you know, um, it really did. But <clears throat> anyway, um, so I don't think his time is very long on this earth. Actually, he might even be dead and that might be a body double. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just looking up something. Um, you were talking about, I think passports, um, I think that's coming pretty fast. I think what you just said that it's going to be really, I think within a year or less that, in, especially the blue states, not the red states so much, Oregon, uh, Washington, California, different ones, that they're going to require a vaccine passport to travel between states, even between that could be. Mm-hmm. And I think it's coming really fast. Um, they're doing it in China, obviously. They're, of course, they are, right? Yeah. So uh, I know in Israel they're doing that. Um, mm-hmm. And what's that mean? It means in, in some. I just 
I, I want people to understand how serious this is. Oh, so you get a vaccination, they give you a piece of paper, you just show it. Do you understand what we're talking about here? Yeah, it happened back in the 30s and 40s in Germany. This is what they did in Germany. This is what they did. This is what they did during World War II and World War One. You had to have papers to travel anywhere. You don't have your paper, you don't travel. Yeah. And, and if you don't agree with the the government, then you come against them. You don't get even if you're vaccinated, you don't travel. They tell you where to live, where you can buy food, where you can buy groceries. My daughter lives overseas. And Dave obviously knows that, and um. She can't go into certain stores because she's not vaccinated. She That's told right. me that. Uh, they have to take certain buses, they, certain buses they can't go on uh, to travel. And so, and that's right now. That's my daughter. She's in her late 30s. So, um, so it's just, that's what's going on. And so I want to put that out to the people out there that are listening and watching this. It's not too late to slow it down or stop it. And right. we're so been accustomed, including myself, to do it. You know, you go to school, you graduate, you know, you, you go to college or you get a job or career. Then you have your family and you raise your family and then, you know, your retirement. And that's how kind of life goes. Right. I mean, that's the American dream. Your quote. And, you know, on the weekends, we go to the lake, we go to the beach or we go to church and after we go to we go out and eat and we watch the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday, the World Series, golf. And those things are great. But those are also distracting and being used kind of against us. All the movies and Hollywood and the pre-programming of the way we need to think in the media. They're always trying to make us think their way by pre-programming us by commercials and television I'm saying this because it's distracted us from who we are as individuals and not just America. I'm talking any country that's watching or listening to this. And what does it do? It, it here, Here's the best analogy. You throw a frog, and you guys know this, so I'm just, you just bear with me. You throw a, a frog in the pot of boiling water, he jumps immediately out because he's burned. But you put him in a pot of cold water and bring it up to boil slowly, he boils to death because he doesn't realize he's being boiled to death until it's too late. We're being boiled to death. Yeah. The water's exactly. been heating up for 50 years, and now it's almost boiling. Mm-hmm. So what's that mean? It means you're going to lose your freedoms if you don't do something. Or it means you're going to not be able to have the things that you've always thought you took for granted, just going to the store. I... I, I I was at the store today. I won't mention the one. It's a famous one. It's all around the country. Everybody knows it. And I was in line, and there was no tape on the ground to say how far you were supposed to be from somebody, you know, the the tape they have on the floor. But I was probably five feet, maybe a little more, a little less. I wasn't paying attention. I was on my phone just waiting. This young girl goes, sir, you're, you're too close. You need to back up. So I backed up a foot. Okay, that's fine. So that extra foot protected me from a killer virus. If I was known it was that easy to protect myself, I would have been doing this all my life. I never yeah. would have got sick. If, if I heard somebody sneezing and coughing in line and me in the bank line, I would have got back six feet. I never would have got sick. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I think about this sooner? Oh my gosh, what a dummy. I had no idea that viruses and diseases respect six feet. 
There's like a, <laughs> a there's like a protective barrier at six feet. Those droplets and those things, they will not pass six feet because they know that they cannot do that. If they go past six feet, they're in trouble. I was at five feet, I guess. I was just a little too close. So I backed up literally one foot. Okay, you're fine. And I'm, I'm and I got a little irritated with her, and then I realized she's just one of the lemons walking yeah. off the cliff. She's just mm-hmm. she's young, and 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 that's not means that she's not smart. It's just we're being duped. We're being duped. I, what disease? What does six feet got to do with it? You know, you can sneeze and cough. And your droplets go 30 feet sometimes. You just can't yeah. see easily. They don't tell you that. What if, there's an air, what if there's a fan running or an air conditioner yeah. or there's a wind outside or something exactly. like that? I, I was a volunteer firefighter for a few years in Oregon, uh, up where Dave lives. And the only time we wore masks is when we went into a house that we thought might have an infectious disease. As soon as we got out of that house, that thing came off. Why? Because you can't breathe in them. Mm-hmm. And if you wear them too long, you get sick. Right. Uh, there was a um, there was a young lady down here. I don't remember. I just saw the news yesterday. Sorry, guys. Uh, on a track team, I can't remember. If it was middle school or high school, and she won the race, I think. But she collapsed right before the finish line, and her momentum brought her over. You know why she collapsed? Because she had a mask on. They had to compete with masks on, and she literally collapsed from um, epoxia, from not mm-hmm. from breathing in too much carbon monoxide, and she collapsed, fell on her face, and um, was unconscious for a minute or two. And it's because the kids were required to run with masks on. Mm-hmm. And and if I would have told you guys and told you, Dave, this. Somebody ran a race with a mask on and collapsed a year and a half ago. Thought you're crazy. Why would that girl do something so silly and so dumb? Now, well, she's supposed to have a mask on, and I see people jogging, lifting weights. I've seen people surfing with masks on. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Sorry, know? that's I know, hilarious. They weren't paper masks or something else, but <laughs> I tell you, you want to fear something. Don't fear a disease that's not really a disease. Fear the living God who cannot just destroy your body, but can take your body and your soul and cast it into hell. That's what the scriptures say. That's right. That do you fear. And it says the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. You want to get smart? Fear God. Ask him what he thinks you should do. Ask him how you should live your life. Ask him, what should I do with this virus? Should I be afraid of this virus? No, and I'm not saying it's not 100% real. I believe it is actually a, a real virus. Has it killed, was it six, 700,000? No, I, be, I believe it hasn't killed more than 40, in my right. opinion. And so the mass, the virus, the vaccines, all the stuff we're talking about is all a smokescreen. It's all manipulation. It's all to take our freedoms away. Why? Because the United States of America... And I know there's other countries listening, but our country here is in the way of the new world order because we're a free, we're a large mass of, of land with a lot of military, a lot of economic power. 
unless we come on board with the one world order system, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that they have here with us, and, and there's a lot of free countries out there. I get it. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. But with 340 million people, and at least 50 percent of them want their freedom still, that presents a problem to the deep state because mm-hmm. there's. Let's just say for number's sake, 150 million people that are not going to go along with them. That means they can't pass these laws. They can't totally control us. They can't take our guns away. They can't stop us from going to church because 150 million people are saying, no, we're a free country and we're going to stay that way. Mm -hmm. So what do they do? They cause disasters. They bring in uh, man-made economic disasters on purpose to get us to depend on them, get us on welfare, get, they want us to smoke. Why would they want us to smoke pot and crack? Why would they do that? Because it messes with you. You'll do anything. Mm-hmm. You're, you're stoned out of your gourd. You're drunk. You're this, you're that. You, just give me my check, and I'll be fine. I want to watch my football. I want to sit on the couch. Leave me alone. Let me have my pot. Mm-hmm. And, and it says in the last days, I don't remember exactly. I think it's in Peter or Timothy that men will be lovers of self, boastful, prideful, arrogant, haters of God. And it says they will be, uh, they will especially be into, um, it's it's the word for farm. It's the word for pharmacy, Dave, in the scriptures, in the New Testament. Um, The the Greek word is the same word for pharmacy. Uh, There'll be Uh, magic or, or um, sorcery. Sorcery. The word sorcery is actually the Greek word, I think, for pharmaceutical. Pharmakia. Pharmakia. Thank you. Gosh, I'm tired, you know. That's okay. We help each other out. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You, Dave, you complete me, Dave. So, (laughs) (laughs) anyway. Okay. (laughs) um, We've got to have some fun, you know, all the time, all this stuff. But basically, it says in the last days, people will be drugged out Mm -hmm. whatever drugs and it doesn't just mean pot and heroin it means pharmaceutical drugs and there's people out there that have to take them i get it and it's not talking about that they're talking about people who take them abuse them to to numb themselves to not have to deal with all the garbage that's going on around them in their life Mm -hmm. and they just want to escape and that's how they escape all this craziness and it says that that type of thing is going to be rampant in the last days, right before Jesus returns. And let me tell you, folks, it's rampant. Mm-hmm. It, they don't talk about this, but suicide is off the charts. Mental illness is skyrocketed in the last 13, 14 months since COVID. Right. And I know a lot of you know that, but they don't talk about that. All they do is start, you know, wear a mask, save a life. Actually, wearing a mask is killing you. It's mm-hmm. getting you sick. Vaccines are going to kill you or get you sick. They want you sick or almost dead, but not quite dead. So you'll buy their drugs. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I could just, I, uh, I could put that, find a better vocabulary, but we're losing our country, but we haven't lost it yet. As far as the United States, because I know there's other countries listening tonight from around the world and for America stand up. And if you're living in other countries right now, wherever you may be, and you have freedoms, fight to keep those freedoms. Mm-hmm. Because they're, 
the governments of the world are not out for our good. Now, there are some good politicians and good people. Trump was one of them. There's DeSantis in Florida, and there's different ones. I'm speaking, generally speaking, of the world political system. And there's still time to hold things back. There's still, we still have hope that we can hold these things off, at least for our generation. And the only way to do that is vote people in. Don't take the vaccines, speak up, be vocal about it, and be educated. So when you're, yeah. you're not just spouting off a bunch of junk, be educated, know what you're talking about. Look it up, get on your phones, no matter where you're at, and look up the stuff we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And put it in your notes. In your phone, you have little notes. Or send a, I, what I do is I send a text to myself on these websites so I can look it up later and read it because there's so much. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, the political system right now in the world is gearing up for the Antichrist. But he's not here yet. He's here, but he's not on the scene yet. He hasn't taken his throne yet. So mm-hmm. we have time. And the Lord is going to return, uh, in my opinion. I'm a Messianic Jew. And in my opinion, these are birth pains in Matthew 24. You can read that. And before the baby comes, there has to be birth pains. But the joy of the baby is what the woman looks forward to and and the husband for the new child. And that child that's coming, that's going to be born, is a new world system run by Jesus himself, run by Yeshua. He's going to run the new world order. And it says righteous will dwell. And it says there's going to be a time when a child can play with a lion and won't get bit. You know, he, he won't be devoured by a lion. I think I, I hope I quoted that right. But there's a time coming where there's going to be no sickness, no disease, no death. For all those who know Yeshua in his heart, that's what's coming. And it's right around the corner. That trumpet in First um, Thessalonians chapter 4. Verses 13 through 18, that trumpet that is going to be so loud, it's going to wake up the dead Christians, is about to blow. 1 Corinthians 15, verses starting at verse 50, it says this uh, mortal must put on immortality. And, this, and, and so we're going to put on immortality. We're going to put on a suit that can live in heaven. But it's going to be us. And what are we going to look like? We're going to look like Jesus did after his resurrection when his disciples saw him. We're going to be like that. Mm -hmm. And all the stuff Dave and I are talking about literally is leading up to that. God knows exactly what's going on right now. He's not shocked. He's not like, oh, my gosh, everything's out of control. God's up there, and it says, he says he considers the nations of the world but a drop in the bucket. Yeah. And he uses the, the earth as his footstool. And it says he measures the expanse of space in the palm of his hand. <laughs> so if he's on our side, what do we have to fear? Exactly. And if you lost your job and you're listening to this, trust the Lord. He's got something better. If you're sick. He'll heal you. If you're dying, he'll heal you. If he doesn't, you're healed because you go to heaven. Paul said, much better I go to heaven, but I wish to stay because there's so much work to do, paraphrasing. But I long to be in heaven because he knew in his heart 
that's that's our real home, folks, is heaven. Mm-hmm. And so right. don't let all this stuff going on scare you. That's why Dave and I do this to educate you and educate ourselves. Because when you are educated about what's going on, it takes the fear away. It won't stuff won't surprise you. It won't shock you and you'll be prepared and know what to do. Right. But we're living in unbelievable times that I never thought I would ever see. And it's just heating up every day. So trust mm-hmm. God with all your heart. Lean not under your understandings, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will guide your path. That's right. That's right. It's very important. And you got to understand that God does not operate on a linear time scale either. Right. And so as far as he's concerned, everything's done. Um, and everything's been done since before it was even created. I know that's kind of hard to grasp. Yeah. But uh, he, he, he says that in Scripture. Um, it's in Isaiah somewhere. I can't remember where it is. But um, he says, I'm the high and lofty one that um, that inhabits in eternity. And he makes um, the comment that uh, he is... Um, he is yesterday, today, and tomorrow. In, in the New Testament, it says uh, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Um, but it's it's a very hard concept to grasp because we're so used to linear time, you know, that, uh, you know, we follow a sequence every day. And we can look back on history and see what others did, and hopefully we can learn from their mistakes. But um, it's, 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 it's hard to grasp how eternity can be because there's no years, there's no measurement of time. And um, if you look at the phrase that he used when he was talking to Moses, um, I am that I am, it's ayah, asher ayah. And basically it's, I can't remember, it's an imperfective something um, in, in an English um, sort of way. Um but uh, it actually means he's saying there, I am what I was, I am what I will be, I will be what I was, um, you know, and you could change the change the sequences around any, any way you want to. Um, and so he's he's showing his um, his eternal nature in that phrase, and um, and also he says. Um, that uh, when you go to the, the Hebrews in um, the uh, promise or in Egypt, excuse me, um, you're supposed to tell them that Yahweh sent you, mm-hmm. you know, and that was the name that was passed down from Abraham. So when he went up and said, Yahweh sent me, you know, uh, there was a video. Um, it was a movie that was put out years ago about this. And when he went up and he said, uh, you know, Yahweh sent me and, and the guy goes, how did you know his name? How did you know that name? You know, we very rarely use it. And he goes, well, you know, I've kind of been talking to him, <laughs> you know, and and he told me to come down and tell you that, come over here and tell you that. So um, anyway, like Brian said, you know, he, he knows the, the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning. And uh, he knows what's going to happen with your finances. He knows what's going to happen with um, two, three, four, five, ten years down the road, even farther, you know, the rest of your life. And if 
if you uh, believe like Brian and I, you know, there there are those that have been called from before the beginning of time. It's called predestinated. Uh, it's used several times by Paul in his writings. Mm-hmm. And um, so he even knew you before you were even formed. He was talking to, I think it was uh, Isaiah or Jeremiah. He says, I knew you when I was forming you in your mother's womb. You know, it's uh, it's just amazing that uh, a being that is so majestic and holy would take the time to even consider um, helping out mankind whatsoever. You know, he could have just given up years ago. He could have, well, you know, he, he could have just destroyed everything and started over again. But, he's, you know, that's not the answer. You know, he just wanted people to to know him, to know of him. And, um, you know, you might be saying, ah, oh, this is religious talk. Well, no, it's not. I'm sorry, because religion is man's attempt to reach God. Christianity or Messianic Judaism is God's attempt to reach man. It's God. Like I think Brian said last week, all other religions are trying to reach God through their own means. Um, and you know, like the, the Hindus and the Buddhists through reincarnation trying to be good and uh, so that in the next life you can be good and be even better until you reach the Brahmin. And, um, but um, it's, uh, it's like God has extended his hand out and says, you know, I I know it's really hard for you guys and, and, um, and I want to help. And so he did help 2000 years ago. He helped by uh, what Chuck Missler says. He wrote a um, love letter in in blood on the cross. Hmm. And um, and that wasn't enough, though, because he he wanted to seal the deal with the resurrection to show us that, you know, when the time comes that, you know, those that are dead are going to be called out of the ground and those that are alive are going to be taken up. And um, if you read, there's a there's an obscure little passage in um, one of the Gospels. I think it's John. And and the the disciple talks about when uh, Yeshua was raised um, on the third day that the graves of many were opened. There was an earthquake and the graves of many were opened and they rose from the grave and they went into the city and preached the gospel. Well, that was that was the Old Testament saints that were being raised. So they're in heaven already. Um, they had to be um, preached to down in um, paradise because the uh, scripture says that Yeshua went down into the bowels of the earth and um it wouldn't be fair for God to just leave them there. Uh, they deserve salvation too. So he preached to the the righteous people that lived before. Um, Paul talks about, I think it's in Romans or as Hebrews that uh, Abraham, it's the faith chapter. Um, Abraham was looking for, huh? Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Okay. I love this guy. He's, he's right there with the scriptures. Um, But uh, he was looking for a a city whose maker was not made with uh, the hands of man, so to speak, whose maker was God. So he basically knew about the New Jerusalem before before uh, the book of Revelation was ever even, you know, conceived of uh, by man anyway. And um, so it's just it's just wonderful to know that, uh, you know, that he cared so much and. And a lot of people, oh, well, you know, I don't want to be tied down. Well, you're not. You're more free than you were when you were subject to the slavery of this world. 
you know, this world is demands a lot of you. That's why a lot of people right now are having nervous breakdowns and depression and anxiety because they're expecting something to happen is to bring them out of this funk that we're in and nothing's happening. But if we trust in him, um, I've had, and Brian can attest too that we've had various things happen in our lives where we've, uh, we've waited for, waited on him for an answer. And usually with me, it comes at 1159 and 59 seconds, uh, within the problem, you know, and um, but I think that's just so he can show his majesty even more and to, and to test the faith too to see if how good my faith is. But um, anyway, bailed me out, bailed us out several times uh, financially, um, several times. And when we were at odds with uh, with other people, you know, um, I uh, I remember years ago I was working on a construction job and there's this guy that didn't like me. This is a spiritual thing you could tell. And um, when I would ride in the back of the truck to go out to the job, he, he would purposefully, if he knew where I was sitting, make sharp turns and stuff. So I'd hit my head on the side of the, you know, I was hitting my head everywhere. And at the end, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I, and at the end of the job, he, he walked up to me and he apologized. He said, I'm really sorry. What I did was wrong. And, you know, and I, I hope you'll forgive me. And I said, well, I just I do forgive you. And I hope that you'll look look into Jesus because he's the answer. You know, now I don't know whatever happened to him. But, um, you know, so sometimes we have to, to go through some strife and some some hard times in order to be able to to see God work. You know, look at the first century Christians. I mean, they were burned at the stake and everything else. But with persecution comes um, revival. I keep I've heard for 42 uh, years now how there's revival coming in this land. And I do believe it's coming, but it's not going to be until um, we're in a time of crisis, which is rapidly approaching if it's not here already. Um, um there are people that live in other countries that see miracles happen all the time. And it's because God is the only thing or Yahweh is the only one that can, that can help them. There's no other thing that can help. Uh, you read about in foreign lands, uh, missionaries uh, relate stories about how limbs were restored and, and um, people recovered from illnesses that should kill them. Uh, people are raised from the dead. You know, you're not going to hear that on the news, of course, but it happens all the time in the, in the nations where uh, there is no freedom. There is no uh, nobody else to turn to but God. And I, I'm afraid that's what it's going to take in this country um, in order for a revival to happen, is that people are going to have to say, you know, my only hope is in God. And I'm going to have to turn to him. And boy, how do you there's going to be some stuff that happens that. Well, to- totally blew you. Yeshua said to the disciples, he said, you marvel at what happens. He says, but you guys will do even greater things than, than you've done through me right now. You know, greater things than I've done. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I can't wait for that to happen. But um, anyway, so um, let's see. So we talked about the, we talked about the passports. Uh, the women in their cycles, J and J vaccine, the Center Academy, COVID shedding. Um, 
blood clots from uh, and drivers uh, going off the road. Uh, Brown closing down Oregon again. And um, so um, there's been a consortium of people. The people are getting tired of this here. And um, there's actually a consortium of farmers and business owners and stuff that are really starting to press the governor to uh, relax some of these restrictions. And um, hopefully she'll listen to them because uh, I don't know. I just usually with um, with um, people that are uh, dictatorial like she is, there's somebody that doesn't like it enough to where they do something that to harm that person. And I would never want to see any harm happen to her. But, um, you know, there's when you have a state where um, like maybe 43 percent of the population is uh, is uh, conservative and. Uh, we do have militias here. We have uh, people living out in the hills that are kind of off the grid and everything else, a lot of them. And uh, there's just going to come a point where somebody's going to say, I'm not taking it anymore. And um, I don't want it to come to that point. I wish she would just listen to people. And so we need to keep that in prayer for California, for Oregon, for Washington, uh, New York, New Jersey, um, all the blue states. Like Brian said, he said that before, we need to pray about all this. We need to um, pray that uh, that God would proclaim liberty throughout the land, like it says in, I think it's Isaiah 61. Um, and and hope and pray. And uh, Brian, what's that scripture that says, my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and bow before me and confess their sins. I can't hear you. you your uh, microphone's on pause. Yeah, sorry. Ed. Um, okay. I can't remember what that's at. Yeah. Repent, bow before me, and I will heal your land. Right. I'll I hear from heaven, and I'll hear your land. Yeah, I think it's Isaiah, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is, too. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that's a promise that if, you know, if we see there's there's n- – <laughs> I don't know. There's there's no humility in this land, um, none at all that I can see. Very little, if anything. But um, uh, you know, it's we've always been taught that America is the greatest nation, and it is, as far as I'm concerned. But there's got to be humility in that statement too, you know, and that it could be better. And um, and I, I did a, an article about the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, you know, I, pl- what I, say, I pledge allegiance to the flag, United States of America. First of all, we're supposed to pledge allegiance to God. We can honor the flag. Um, and to the republic, well, they're trying to change that. We're not a republic anymore. We're more of a democracy and heading quickly towards socialism. One nation under God, well, we're not one nation. We're divided up in very many factions, not under God. Uh, indivisible, well, we're not. Divi- we're divided quite a bit. And there yeah. is no there is no liberty and justice for all unless you have money or you're um, you have some kind of privilege, you know. Um, so it's uh, I don't know. I can't I can't find it in my heart to recite that in front of the flag. Um, I have every respect for the flag. I, I love this country and everything. But 
Um, it's no different than uh, Christian hymns that people sing where they say, uh, you know, in all my in all I do, I worship you. Well, no, you don't. <laughs> Not all I do. As a matter of fact, most of the stuff you do, you don't worship him. You know, you you are self-glorifying your, your, and things like that. So, you know, I, when that song comes up in church, I never sing it because I can't honestly say in all I do, I worship him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't want to. I don't want God to think I'm a liar. I mean, I you know everybody's a liar in one way or another. But um, it's I don't want to publicly proclaim it and and use God as my excuse for it. Yes, I'm justified through the the blood of Jesus, of course. But um, I'm a you know faulty just like everybody else, and um, we need to realize that we're all faulty. And the revival is only going to start when people um, themselves realize that they're faulty and that they're uh, in need of something bigger than themselves. And it's not the government. I mean, like the Hebrew National uh, commercial, we answer to a higher authority. And that's what we need to do is be answerable to God. And when we're answerable to him, then he works things out. Uh, we don't have to worry about being answerable to a government. Um, we can... Um, we can follow his dictates, and if the government is is against those dictates or teaches tries to teach us to be, then we can civilly disobey. Um, that's my understanding, anyway. And um, I will always side with with Yahweh before I side with the government. And um, I'm finding myself more and more, Brian, siding with <laughs> with the Lord um, because the government's so corrupt. Oh yeah, you know and. Um, and I've, I'm to the point where right now he's the only way that's he's the only one that can. I hate to use this term, pull our bacon out of the fire. I know, uh, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, especially for messianic Jew. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh goodness. So um, anyway, yeah, go ahead, Brian. I'm good. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about you were talking about uh, earlier revival, and. I remember during the 90s, um, there was the renewal that went on, the falling of the Holy Spirit. Maybe some of the listeners and uh, people watching won't remember that, but it was in the, it started in Toronto, Canada. And I agree with you that the real revival isn't going to start until basically the tribulation starts, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been little pockets and this is just my opinion. I've been a Christian Messianic Jew for, I don't know, for a while, 45 years, something like that. Um, when you look for revival, you already, already when you're looking for revival, you already negated the revival. Mm-hmm. Because you're not commanded to look for a revival. You're commanded to look to Jesus. Right. There's church people out there and Christians out there that chase revivals. This church has got this going on. This is going on. People are getting healed there and there. And I'm getting a little off track here because we were talking about vaccines, but it's it can be detrimental to a Christian because you're chasing after an experience or a movement because you want God to touch you because you think if you go to a certain place, God will touch you there, and he can. But what I found in my walk with the Lord, he touches me and speaks to me when I'm driving to work. Mm -hmm. Or 
I'm at the store or I'm walking somewhere or I'm doing something with somebody. And so I'm speaking to everybody tonight, if actually whoever's listening and watching, seek God, seek the Lord first. And then it says, you seek his kingdom, his righteousness, all these things will be added. What things? How about peace in your life? How about right. fear be gone? How about anxiety be gone? And we all go through this stuff. I do too. I'm human, you know. But a lot of in the Christian circles chase, and there's nothing wrong with revival to have God move in your church. But if you're going after revival without going after the Lord, you're not going to get the real revival. You're going to get a fake revival. And you don't want a fake revival. You want the real thing. And um, I've seen the abuse in this in churches. And and one thing that the COVID has shown, and it, it says that when God tests us, he heats, he tests us and refines us like gold. And when you refine gold, and I'm not a goldsmith, but what I've read, you heat the gold up to a certain temperature and all the impurities will come out of the gold and then the gold will be left pure, as pure as you can get it. And God does, in the church, he uses things to purify the church. And for many, many decades, we've seen us, our nation as a Christian nation, and we sent missionaries out to other nations that needed to hear the Lord. I think things have switched. I think we need to have missionaries come in here. This country exactly. is so... It's so secular, so anti-God. And, I, okay, and I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm not just talking about the unsaved world, the world of people who don't want to go to church, don't want to know anything about God, the progressiveness and, and all that. I'm talking about people who call themselves Christians but are not. And the COVID, I call it the COVID, has is the refiner's fire that has come into the church and is showing the church what they're really made of. Mm-hmm. And, it's That's not right. a, and it's not a pretty thing to look at. And I get it. You want to fall, you know, the first month. Okay, I'll give it the first six months of the COVID. You want to obey the government. You want to stay shut down. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's almost 14 months now. And, and our churches are just now coming back just now shame on us shame on us and this means this bothers me because god sent his son to die for us to take the sins off our back and put it on his back on the cross and we can't find the time to go to church because we're afraid of the government losing our tax exemption because if we open up, they'll take our tax exemption away or the neighbors might, or we might look bad in front of the neighbors. We might look bad to the world because we're worshiping God and we're spreading the virus. That's not even a real virus. That's what I, what I said earlier was fear God, not man. I, I don't want to quote that again, but that's, that's what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. And with this, COVID has been like the refiner's fire. It's put a fire into the church and shown the church what they're really made of. And I'm sorry to say, I don't know what the percentage is, but the percentage of churches that really 
stood by the command, and it's a command, not in the Old Testament, but the New, do not forsake the assemblies of the saints, especially as you see the day approaching. What day approaching? The day of the Lord's return. What's forsake means? You're not going to church anymore. It's one thing to be a backslidden Christian. You've missed church for a year or two and end up going back to church. What about when the church is backslidden completely itself? Right. Leadership. Mm-hmm. And I know there's churches out there and leaders listening to me. And I'm just telling you, do you think, ask yourself this question. Do you think as you see this, okay, let me back up. Anybody who's listening to me that knows Bible prophecy, who's a believer, non-believer, it doesn't matter. You know we're living in the last days. Do you think when you get to heaven, God says, I'm so glad you didn't go to church for a year and a half because of COVID. God says, that was my will for you not to go to church. Do you think God would say it's not his will for you to go to church? No, no way. There's no way. Just that statement alone says it all. God would never say that. Why? Because he commanded us, do not forsake the assembly as you see the day approaching. So he was talking about a specific time in history, which is our time. And because that day is approaching like a train. And when believers don't want to go to church because they're in fear of getting sick. And I get it in the beginning. I totally was on board the two weeks and then we had to get over the, you know, the curve and flatten the curve and get all that. But come on, guys, this has gotten so ridiculous. It's so obvious that the progressives and the Democrats and the in the, the deep state wanted to shut the churches down. They shut the gun shops down. They didn't shut the pot shops and they didn't shut the liquor stores, but they shut the churches down. You can go to Costco, but you can't go to church. There's 3000 people in Costco, 500 in your church. But you can't go to church. Come on. I mean, it's so obvious what they did. We were in sin. We were wrong. The church was, I mean, the church world, whoever did this, I'm sorry. It was a sin and it's wrong and it's still sin and it's still wrong if you're not having your doors completely open. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'll mention my, I won't mention a name, but my, I have a brother that's a pastor in a church up in Napa, California. And he shut down in the beginning. You, know, you want to do the right thing. But he's been open for months, fully open, no mask. If you want to wear a mask, you can wear a mask. You want to wash your hands, you can wash your hands. You want to do this, you want to do that. We're, the, the worship team worships and you worship with them. Mm-hmm. It's live and he's packed out. And you know what? Nobody's getting sick. Right. Paul, uh, in the book of Acts, was making a fire reached in to get some wood and he got bit by a viper or a poisonous snake. And the guy, I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago and the, his, his, the guys that were with him were looking at him like, this guy's going to drop dead. But he didn't. Why? Because God protected him. And he That's said, right. surely God, he even said, surely this guy is a man of God. I can't remember the exact words, but they they were amazed. It was a miracle. Now I'm not saying, yeah, I've gotten, I've gone to church. I've gone to work. I've gotten colds from people over the years. That's why God gave us an immune system. If you're an elderly person, you got underlying conditions, then yeah, don't go to church if you're afraid. I get it. But if you're a healthy adult, especially young adults and families, we got to get back. Our nation more, needs God more now 
than it ever has in its history. And we're told not to go to church and meet and pray for our country. Come on. Do you think this isn't a direct attack against our liberties and even our, our amendment? Is it the First Amendment freedom of religion? And Second Amendment, you know, our guns, they're both being attacked. And so I would say to our audience tonight, whether no matter what church you go to, go. Worship freely. That's what our forefathers died for. That's what they died for. And that's what mm-hmm. the, all the wars in the Vietnam War, World War One, World War II, uh, all these wars, uh, the Korean War, all these men and women died so we could worship freely and without feeling like somebody's going to come in and take us to jail because we have a Bible. But I tell you, because the church is so anemic and backed off and did exactly what the government says, we emboldened the government. The church has emboldened the government, emboldened the states, and now they know they can do whatever they want with us. The only way to stop this is go back to church and no matter what state you're living in, what country you're living in, go back to church. God is with you at home. Yes, you can worship at home, but he wants us to worship as a corporate group where the gifts are used, prophesying, words of knowledge, healing, pastors, teachers, you know, all that. That's used in the corporate setting. It can't be used if nobody's in the building. And by the way, you don't even need a building. It says where two or three are gathered, that's where God is. You could be on the street. And I tell you right now, we emboldened our governments around the world. We emboldened um, our local leaders to be bullies. And the good men and women that have are just good inside and, and love your countries and our country, they're not the ones we worry about. It's the ones that are corrupt and that have overstepped their powers, like a Gavin Newsom, uh, Kate Brown. I can't remember the Michigan governor. It's ridiculous. It's just right. it's just crazy, crazy, crazy. And you have Florida, who's almost as populated as California, fully open, no increases in sickness, no increases in death. But you have Oregon shutting down with, right. with 25th of the population. So mm-hmm. obviously, if it's not plain to everybody, let's just say what a, a spade's a spade. They're abusing their power because we let them. And the only way to get it back is we need to take it back, go back to church and worship God who's coming. He could come tonight, but he's coming really soon. Everybody's probably heard it for years. Any student of Bible prophecy knows what I'm saying is true. We don't have much time left before we see him. And what he wants us to do before we see him, Jesus said, if you give a cup of water in my name, your reward in heaven is great. Mm-hmm. You see a need, take care of it with love. It, does not, it could be anything. It could be opening a door for a stranger. It could help somebody who needs financial help, whatever it is. It's not just going to church. That's the kind of people we need to be. But instead, we're locked up in our homes, afraid to go out to get because we're going to get sick because somebody sneezes on us. But six feet will protect you, but five feet won't. <laughs> Come on, folks. It's crazy. And it's time time for it to be over. Yeah. And go back to church. A couple of scriptures. Um, King, let's see, where am I here? Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. 
This is the heritage of the servants of Yahweh, and their righteousness is from me, says Yahweh. Okay. What, what passage is that, Dave? Uh, Isaiah fifty four seventeen. Wow, that's good. And then um, I just wanted to read the Beatitudes because I think that people need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And seeing the multitudes, he went up to the mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened up his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are you, uh, and blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. And then he goes on to talk about us being the salt of the earth, the light set upon the hill, mm. and everything else. But um, that's the kind, um, there's another scripture that talks about um, that God can use the heart of a humble and contrite person. And uh, so that's, if you really want to serve the Lord, that's what we have to be, humble, contrite. And we have to be servants to one another. And that's an act of love. And love is what the Lord is all about. So, anyway, I see that uh, it's, it's we've gone a little over, but um, Brian, I've really enjoyed this tonight. <laughs> Me too. It was really good. Yeah. Really- so next week we're going to talk about the rise in UFO sightings, right? Yes. And uh, and I want to when we do that, I want to go into something that I researched about that with prophetic events and stuff like that. That would really be good. Yeah. And, um, and, and a few other things too, that we're going to talk about. So, um, come, uh, well, watch, uh, next Wednesday or Tuesday, cause I'll have it posted late Monday night, watch or listen then. And, um, and everything will be cool. So it's going to be good. Yeah, I know we've talked about this before, folks, but this is this is a little different and probably more depth, I'm guessing. So Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And it definitely relates to what we just talked about. Yeah. Exactly. So there's there's a coming invasion and it's not gonna be the Russians or Chinese. So As you see as they see next week, it's not just us saying this. So Yeah. There's others saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, folks. Well, thank you for watching or listening, and uh, be blessed until next week in Yeshua's name. Good night. Good night.